edition of the Cubs Weekly Podcast, proudly presented by Trust, the proud legacy partner of the Chicago Cubs and exclusive home of Cubs Checking. Open online today at Wintrust.com slash Cubs Weekly. As a reminder, we're available on all podcast platforms, so be sure to rate and subscribe. Like I said, this is a special edition of the Cubs Weekly Podcast. You guys are so used to seeing Tony Andraki and Andy Martinez. Now you guys get me. I'm Carly Bell, a digital content producer right here at Marquee Sports Network. And the reason you're seeing me is we have Women's History Month and International Women's Day right around the corner. And it's not just myself. There are other women here in some really important leadership positions. And we decided to sit down and chat with them about their positions and their movement through the sports industry. And I hope you guys enjoy. I am now joined by Heather Obering, our Vice President of Marketing, and Ali Bertucci, who is our Vice President of Programming. Lori Syak, our Vice President of Ad Sales here at Marquee Sports Network. Deb Schneider, our Senior Vice President of Broadcast Operations, and Robin Mulvaney, our Senior Vice President of Finance. And we're just here to talk about how great women are and how great they are in the sports world and in television as, as well. First off, for both of you guys, what first drew you into sports? How did you guys get involved in sports? What was your first exposure? Or did you guys play? How did you guys get involved in the sports field? You know, early in my career, I just happened to get a job at Tribune Company. And then throughout my time there, um, I moved to WGN, um, which at the time was part of Tribune Company, which had a lot of sports broadcasting. So my career kind of started, um, well, in accounting first and foremost, but then in, in media. Um, and then just so happened to have a sports element to it. So I really enjoyed that aspect of my career. So um, when Marquee was established and an opportunity came up here, it was something that was very interesting to me. Believe it or not, I started out as a gymnast at a very young age. Yeah, and then um, I played lots of sports. I just loved being part of a game, being part of a team, loved the camaraderie of all of it. Um, and so played basketball and tennis and softball and just really loved being part of that environment and just yeah. and the competition of all of it mm -hmm. um, you know and I've just been very fortunate to be able to combine a love of sports with my professional life so um, very early on I, I worked at Madison Square Garden Network and um, you know was able to, to get a job an entry-level job in, uh, in television operations um, and that's where the story began, and, and here I ended up at, uh, at Marquee. Yeah, I played it um, you know, as a kid. I am still very active now. I enjoy it now as an adult. Um, but you know, getting, as far as my career, going into my career, it was more like ad sales you know, in the media industry. For me personally, I grew up playing sports as a kid. Um, I played four sports in high school. I played sports in college and intramurals, and so it was really something that I just grew up loving and playing. And, um, I followed the Cubs really closely as a kid. I, I remember very well the 1989 team that won the division. Um, so for me, it's just something that I grew up with and have always really, really loved and uh, was able to continue it into a career eventually. I've been playing softball since I was like seven years old and my mom was actually my coach and my stepdad coached uh, my brother. So I kind of just grew up with baseball and softball and when I wasn't playing, I would you know, be working the concession stand at his games and things like that. Um, and I tried a couple other sports, wasn't great at them, um, and I played softball in high school, um, and then mostly I've been playing, um, you know, in like the Chicago 16-inch league since then, and ready to get started in a couple months, too. What was it about Marquee specifically that really drew you to the job? And Ali, I want to start with you, because you've been here since launch. What was it that really wanted, you wanted to come here and kind of build something from the ground up? Well, I've been a Cubs fan my whole life. Um, my grandpa got me turned on to them, and we used to call each other every Sunday and 
on go over the standings and the Sunday paper and um, my uncles would take me to games all the time so like Cubs have always been my favorite team and you know I was on Clark Street in 2016 when they won screaming um so just having an opportunity to like work for your favorite team is something that a lot of people don't get to do but beyond that um I just like to challenge myself and try new things and to have an opportunity to launch something from the ground up and build it and have all your ideas heard and you know be part of that is something that a lot of people don't get to do so it's been awesome. Heather you came in a little bit later what was something that drew you to something that was so new that you were like I really want to be a part of this? Yeah for sure I think um, not dissimilar to Allie the, the, the opportunity to work with the Cubs is a tremendous opportunity but also, you know, when I came to Marquee and spoke with the people here and met the people here, the people were amazing. And um, I think working with great people is really something that's important to me. And it was something that I saw when I interviewed here and when I had the opportunity to come here. And it's proven true. It's a, it's a great group of people to work with. And, um, and I think that's really terrific. You know, so when you couple kind of those two things and then also the opportunity to work with what is really a still a relatively new network when you consider kind of when we when we launched and all the different things that have happened since then, um, I just saw it as a great opportunity to to do something new and to hopefully build great things here. So I was already working at NBC Sports Chicago, so I was very familiar with selling the Cubs and selling Chicago sports, and then I knew that the contract was up and that the Cubs were going to start their own network. Um, and to be honest, once I found out that my current boss, Vincent Salcedo, was going to be coming over, he asked me to come over with him, and, and that was what really sold it because. He is someone who um, I, I wanted to work for. But the big draw was obviously like the Cubs starting their own network and it was a mm -hmm. new challenge and launching a network that was huge for me, like working for a startup but with a 100-year-old brand behind it. Yeah. So that part was what I wanted, but also was a big part was the person who hired me. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from our sponsor, Wintrust. Get your Wintrust exclusive debit card. Get your Cubs card. Ooh, I'll take one. How much? Actually, they pay you $300. You heard right. Get a $300 bonus when you open a Cubs checking account with Wintrust. Enjoy all perks and purchase with pride every time with your Wintrust Cubs debit card. $300? What? I'll take a card. $300? Oh, $300? $300? $300? Get your exclusive card at Wintrust.com slash Cubs. Only $100 required to open. No monthly minimum balance and no monthly maintenance fees. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. So yeah, you said this is different. You know, it's it's a startup, but it's not a startup because there's so much history behind it. Did that kind of present a challenge to you that you weren't really anticipating because you are coming from a new place with Marquee? Or was it like, this is just something that comes with the business and I need to roll with the punches? What was like? What was that whole transition like? Yeah, I loved it because, again, I worked at an established uh, cable network and TV stations before that so the, that first year of our launch was so hard it was so challenging but it was amazing because I got to see every aspect of the network and really creating a network from scratch and I was involved or got to see a lot of it whereas I didn't get to see a lot of that at my old job. The people here it's a really collaborative creative environment and I think that's something that I don't want to speak for all places but it, within sports with it being such a male-dominated field it's really nice to see women's voices get heard especially at Marquee and I think we're really blessed to have really amazing male counterparts here that are super supportive and creative what are some things though you know that we can teach you know just whether it be male fans or men men in the industry on how to be like our counterparts and and, and our uh, co-workers and colleagues to be supportive and, and of women in the sports field what were some things that you think that we can do to help teach them that and, and grow so that we can see more women in it you know come five ten 
20, 50 years from now? Sure. I, I think, um, you know, I've been fortunate in my career to have some really great um, counterparts, mentors, role models that have both been male and female. And I felt very supportive in the different roles that I've had throughout my professional career. Um, and I think, you know, being, being in the room and having the opportunity to grow professionally and being respected by your counterparts, those are all experiences that I've had. And so I think that that's something I feel very fortunate for. Um, and I think, you know, just like anything else, you know, giving people opportunities and giving people the ability to grow regardless of if they're male or female, but opportunities that they have earned, I think is really important. And, you know, we've seen that here, um, and, and I don't want to speak for Ali, but, you know, you've seen people promoted from within here that have done a terrific job. And I think that that speaks volumes to the organization about the belief and faith that they have in their people and rewarding people for doing a great job, which I think is awesome. I mean, I would just say, like, you know, making sure that there's um, equal opportunities, I guess. You know, just, you know, if, if there is a female that's interested in a role, making sure, you know, that um, those opportunities are presented in a manner that, you know, this can be done by a male or a female and such that, you know, those opportunities exist for, for anyone and, um, you know, making sure that, you know, women and, and girls can see, um, women in these types of roles and, you know, I mean, there's a, 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 um, a line, you know, if you can see it, you can be it. Right. So, you know, making sure, you know, we have women on, on our air, we have, you know, women in our, um, executive office, you know, and it's just making sure that, you know, even from a young age that, that girls can see that so that they can, um, aspire to be anything basically. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think Robin is so right. I mean, mm -hmm. we have to lead lead by example, right? We've mm -hmm. got to we've got to make sure that we even as women open ourselves up to younger women and bring them along and and help help expose them to the many many ways you can find a you can get a career in in television. I mean, there are so I remember being in college not knowing anything about what the industry was, you know, and it wasn't until I was 2 years in till I realized that there's, you know, five or six ways you could go in this industry, right? Yeah. And I think the more we can expose young women coming up to those various opportunities, you know, the better off we're going to be. And then, I, and then I also would say, just to sort of emphasize that we're better together. You know, when we have both representation on the male side and the female side, we think differently. We should embrace that, right? We Absolutely. think differently, and mm -hmm. and the outcome is always better when we're collaborating together. Um, and I think that that's the kind of atmosphere that we've created here, um, and and I'm very proud of that. I think that that um, I think most of the women would agree. I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think that that it's it's a very positive working environment um, here, and and something that um, that is an example that 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 we can we can hold others to. I think. Is there anything that you guys have done? Let's just say in the in the time that you come here that you're like, I'm really proud that we put this on, or I'm really happy that this is something that, you know, we've done here at Marquee, just, you know, to speak for myself, one thing I'm super proud of that we've done here is bringing on the sky. And I think just, this is a place that is supporting Chicago sports. And what I appreciate about it is that it encompasses all Chicago sports is including women's sports like the Chicago sky. I think that's one of the best things that we've done here outside of launching in a pandemic, which, you know, that was so fun, like <laughs> launching a whole new product. But outside of that, what are some of the things that you that we've done here in your time here that you're like, I'm really proud that this is something that we produced or wow, this is a really cool project. Is there anything that kind of stands out for you guys? 
I mean, aside from all the Cubs content that we're cranking out all the time, I mean, this I agree with the sky. You know, it's we've been given a huge platform here at Marquee to be able to expose people to other types of sports and programming. And, you know, half half of our viewers are women and for them to be able to be able to watch, you know, women playing sports, I think is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think the sky is a great example. I love I love basketball. I love women's basketball. I used to work in women's basketball, so that certainly has a special place in, in my heart. And and I played basketball, so I love having um, the sky on the on the network. Um, but but in terms of if you know if I were to pick one thing, maybe that worked a little bit more directly on initially would be our junior broadcaster contest where we had a 12 year old kid here and he spent the day with us. He was up in the booth. And, um, and the reason I picked that is it just kind of reminds you of why you work in sports. You had this really, really unique opportunity to create experiences for people that, you know, if you worked in a different field or perhaps in a different industry, you just don't necessarily have the opportunity to create some of those moments. And, um, creating those moments is, is, is something that I love about the job and one of the reasons that I love working in sports. And so that was just to see the kid's face light up, to talk to his parents afterwards and just realize that, hey, we really made an impact and, and did something for this kid that he's never going to forget for the rest of his life is, is a lot of fun to think about. And, and I enjoy that. Gosh, I there's so many things. <laughs> we could just say launch For day. me, I'm just, yeah, I, I do. I feel like that's, I still go back to, you know, being part of something that wasn't here three and a half years ago, you know? Um, and just the growth that has happened since we launched. You know, there are so many things that, you know, we, we just keep raising the bar and, and, and challenging ourselves and doing more and more and more. And that's really fun and exciting to be part of. Um, yeah. Just watching our coverage gets better and better. Um, and we've just got some really, really talented people here that that are just fun to work with I, you know I would agree with you know I like I said I wasn't here at the very very beginning but I was here for um launch 2.0 in the literally so um you know that that was really exciting and then just I would agree with Deb the growth over the three years I mean we added the sky we added the hounds we added additional programming we added additional coverage I mean just the continued growth I think is um, it's a pretty cool thing to be a part of uh, yeah we talk about it all the time on my sales team that we are so proud the fact that we did launch during a pandemic and before the pandemic hit we had to convince people we were launching a new network it was a new product um, there was a lot of negativity out there in the marketplace about WGN and the Cubs and what they were gonna charge us and we were gonna have distribution with Comcast. So we had to deal with all of that with our clients. And, um, and then the pandemic hit. And then, you know, there was a lockout. And then, you know, we, we traded all of our Everybody. 2016 players. <laughs> yeah. um, so every year has been significant challenges, but we as a sales team, you know, hit our budgets and we were successful every year. So we were really proud of that because we kind of feel like we persevered through those first three years during all of that adversity. And now there's only only hope and only can only go up from here. Yeah, let's kind of delve into it because that's something that's real interesting is you're selling something that doesn't really exist yet. Like what was that whole process like of pitching a network that you already kind of had the vision for, but you don't know how they're going to play. You don't really know what the, the like, there's so many unknowns. What was that whole process like? Yeah, well, we really had to go out and sell the passion of the fans and the team and what we were going to provide Cubs fans that they couldn't, that they've never gotten before. Mm -hmm. So we really had to kind of sell on that hope and what we were going to provide for them um, and what they were going to get that they've never gotten before and they weren't able to get because 
you know, the Cubs used to um, air on four different stations. So, you know, um, and the, the team ownership used to say, you know, we couldn't, we'd have to be equal with whatever we gave to every network. And so now they can just focus on us. They can give us exclusive access to players and to coaches. And we're going to, we, we're going to, we promised a network quality um, broadcast with better audio, better, you know, better camera angles, everything. So we really had to sell all of that, like the promise of like this better experience that they've never gotten before. Looking to the future, you know, I, I'm someone that I, I've kind of accepted that sports will always be a male-dominated field. It's just how things are, at least in my lifetime. It could change, you know, 100, 200 years from now. But we are seeing a, an increase of women entering sports, whether it be actually playing or even in the business side of things. What advice would you give to young women, let's say someone who's about to graduate college, they're about 21, 22 years old, wanting to enter into your specific industry, what advice would you give them heading into it? Just so something that you were like, I really wish I knew this when I was like 22. I guess I would say never become complacent with where you are. Um, you know, you're never gonna stop growing in your industry and don't, uh, you know, just become comfortable with where you're at. Always strive to do more and generate new ideas and um, one thing I found that got me further in my career is just doing more than you're asked and, you know, going above and beyond. Don't just do your job. Try to do a little more than your job and be creative with it. Take advantage of every opportunity that you're given because, you know, you, you don't know when you're going to get another one and you never know, you know, who you're meeting at this current time and where they're going to be down the line. I mean, I could tell 10 different stories about, you know, people that were my former interns that now work in different places and, you know, I didn't, I didn't know where they were going to go when they were an intern, right? But it just is a reminder about creating relationships, creating authentic relationships, and just taking advantage of the opportunity because there's, there's only so many opportunities in the sports world. And so when you get one, jump in, dive in headfirst, and do the best job that you can possibly do because um, you just don't know when you get another chance to do it. Be open to ideas and opportunities that maybe aren't in your head right now because you, you may be presented with an opportunity or a potential opportunity that isn't really what you thought about, but it could still be better than what you thought about. And maybe that's not your long-term goal, but it could be a really good stepping stone or launching point to get to your long-term goal. And I think over the course of your career and life, like you, you know, it may or may not be a straight line. It might be, it might not be. Um, and it also could change. Like just, you know, if you're entering the workforce today, what you think it might look like may not be what it looks like 20, 30, 40 years from now. So just be open to that, like open to changes, open to opportunities that you, you know, never thought of. Like if you, if you have something that comes up and you're just like, oh, that's not really what I want to do. Just think about it differently and well, it's not what I want to do forever, but it's a really good opportunity to get this skill set that I don't have. So just to being open to things like that. And, and you know, just being hungry, I guess. <laughs> like, hungry. so, you know, like if you're open to opportunities, um, you know, no one's handing out anything. You, you got to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go boldly where yeah. you want to go. Don't right. wait. Don't wait for anything. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to hand it to you. Right. Um, and there's nothing that you're going to dive into that you can't change. Right. And don't be afraid to, to, you know, dip your toe in the water. Right. And try different things. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So, <laughs> so it's really okay. Yeah, you same. know, and I think, and I, and I think that's okay. And, yeah. and, and getting 
comfortable with what you don't necessarily know um, gives you a little bigger piece of yourself, and I think that's what we're after. I mean, I feel like the the greatest qualities you can have is in sales in this business is, you know, you have to be in sales, especially you have to be aggressive, you have to be competitive, right? But mm -hmm. you really have to uh, read people and develop relationships, and you can be the smartest, you know, greatest salesperson, but if you if people don't trust you or like you or respect you, then they're not going to give you their money. So, That's um, a very, very good point. I mean, it's, it's very true. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. I just think, you know, I never tried to be like a man. Like I, you know, there's every, and every salesperson is different and you want a sales team with different strengths and different personalities. Yeah. Um, and I've always just tried to, you know, I'm aggressive, I'm competitive, but I just try to be myself and I think that shows through. I hope you guys enjoyed those conversations. Again, I just want to say thank you to Debbie, Robin, Lori, Allie, and Heather for sitting down and chatting with me about their movement through the sports industry as women and how we can get more representation as women within the sports industry moving forward. And that'll do it for this special edition of the Cubs Weekly Podcast presented by Wintrust. Don't forget to download and subscribe to the pod on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And make sure to check us out in video form on the Marquee Sports Network app and on YouTube. Thank you.